0: Thank you to verb energy for supporting this episode of Rogan reasoned in need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick me up verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at verbenergy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. I hope you had a fantastic holiday with your friends and family and that it was everything that you hoped for. We all have different wishes around this time of year. Some want health, others want love, or to just not be lonely. Maybe you wanted a day of quiet and naps or a new laptop. Whatever it was that was on your list, I hope you got it. And I hope that this week is a smooth transition into the new year. As a little side note, you may notice something new about the podcast this week, the cover art. I gave her a little update. Hopefully it, in fact, has updated across all the platforms at this point. I thought about waiting until next week and the new year, but fuck it. It's my podcast. I felt like doing it now, and I don't need a new set of numerals to do something different. Be sure to check it out. And also make sure you're tapping follow or subscribe in your podcast app of choice. And if you haven't yet, pretty please leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts so the show can continue to grow. Those follows, reviews, shares, they all add up and make a huge difference in my world and business. So, one of my most listened to podcast episodes, which honestly, I was surprised by, was our conversation about personal safety. If you're a new listener, the reason I recorded an episode with tips and considerations is because it's something I know a thing or two about. I grew up in a law enforcement family. I was a police officer myself, and my husband still serves in law enforcement. I have had the training, I've experienced a lot, and I'm a firm believer that your own safety is your responsibility, first and foremost. If you're a total idiot about it, it's on you. There's no guarantee someone is coming to save you. The holiday season brings its own share of risk, and not just ahead of Christmas, when you're shopping and keeping an eye out for deliveries, but after also. This week, this is the week that people let their guard down, but not you. You are going to keep your head on a swivel, make safer decisions, and avoid being the easy idiot. Let's talk about your Christmas presents. We'll start with the ones you love. The shit people got right. They looked at your Amazon wish list, they shopped the right items, and now you're sitting in glory with all of your cool stuff. The stuff came in boxes, right? And you're going to throw the boxes out because you plan to keep this stuff. Here's the first bad move garbage day. The trash pickup day that immediately follows Christmas is an information goldmine for nefarious types. It's a big Sunday paper full of ads, a catalog, if you will, of exactly what house or person to rob. Put your shit in garbage bags and break down and fold your damn boxes. Twine them together so you can't really tell what they are. Put the boxes and the most expensive items in the middle the TVs. The laptops, the gaming consoles, the Louis Vuitton, the Jimmy Choo's, whatever it is that you got. If you don't, you're literally telling people, hey, hey, over here, there's a bunch of pricey shit in my house you can take if you want. So don't be an idiot on garbage day. Be a smart person on garbage day. But there's the shit people fucked up on also, right? The stuff you praise baby Jesus, there's a gift receipt for. Because you're going to return that awful shit and get something you want. Or better yet, pocket the cash. Returns are a big safety issue from a lot of angles. Let's revisit the boxes again and start with the items you return via mail. Convenient, right? Slap a label on, taper up, and send it off with a mail service. Porch Pirates still exist this week too. If you're relying on home pickup, keep an eye out. A video doorbell is a great way to keep an eye on your items or at the very least record the person committing the crime of taking them. And for those that you need to transport to the post office yourself, stop leaving them in your car, not in your driveway, not as you make a pit stop at Target, just don't. A quick smash of your window leaves you with no return to make and damage to your vehicle. Criminals aren't the idiots in those situations. You are. They know that a car full of packages, especially after a holiday, means goodies. And you're also giving away your personal address on the label in the process. So they know exactly where to hit you up for more shit. Some returns can't be mailed back, though, and have to be made in person. So let's break this down. First off, leave the kids at home when making returns. Having your hands full not only puts you at risk of getting robbed, but it puts your children at risk also. The more distracted you are with all of your stuff, the higher the chance you'll lose track of their whereabouts. There are a lot of creeps out right now trying to entice children with presents and goodies. Aim to make returns during daylight hours only and be vigilant from the moment you pull into the store's lot. Look around. Avoid parking next to large creepy vans or cars that are full of people and just sitting there. Sure, maybe they just pulled in also. Maybe. But I'd venture to guess it's a group scouting out easy targets. They'll jump out, commit a crime together, and then take off. They aren't actually going into a store or mall. They are watching the people that are. Don't unlock your doors until you are ready to get out. And when you do, make sure your hands are still of use. Don't juggle 50 different loose items that can be easily taken from you or prevent you from defending yourself. Load your returns up into like a big Ikea bag or something of the sort so that it can be easily held in one hand, allowing the other to remain free. And as you're approaching the store or mall, keep looking around. Take note of people acting suspiciously or those heading your direction. Make eye contact. I know it feels awkward, but it's a deterrent. Let them know you see them. Once you make your return, put your wallet away in a safe spot right away. Don't count your cash in public. Don't leave it on the counter or throw it on the very top of the pile in your bag. Secure it. On your way out, make sure your keys are already in your hand so that you aren't fiddling and distracted and keep your head on a swivel. Know your surroundings. Does this seem like a lot? It won't once it becomes a habit, and unfortunately, this is the world we live in. If it's boring, extra, or too much work, then I hope you are comfortable being a victim. It's not a bad idea to glance under your car from afar, especially in a dimly lit area or parking garage. And if you notice a suspicious person lingering around your car can always accidentally hit your car alarm for several seconds, a suspicious person will probably get the fuck out of there. And it alerts other people to pay attention to your location just in case. Unlock only the doors to your vehicle that you need to then. If you're with someone else, of course, you'd unlock all the doors so they can get into the car also. But on my remote, for example, a single push of the unlock button only unlocks my driver door. If I'm alone, I don't need to hit it again to unlock the rest. This just creates more access points to my vehicle and to me get in your car, and be sure to lock your doors right away. Pay attention as you leave the lot also. Parking lots can have a lot of witnesses, and someone can follow you to a less populated area to commit a crime or follow you home. If you feel you're being followed, contact the police, or better yet, take the asshole straight to them. Drive right to the police department. I doubt they'll want to hang around, and you can reach out for the help you need. Don't feel silly, it's better to be safe. Try to make note of the car description, plate, and what the driver or occupants look like. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Audible. I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I've pretty much run out of new episodes of my favorite TV shows and I swear, they don't make movies like they used to. And maybe it's because I now have a podcast. But I've been absorbing a ton of audio content lately instead. It's seriously the ultimate way to multitask. And you all know how much I love a good multitask. Audible literally has thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, comedy, and more to choose from. And you can pause and pick up where you left off on another device. You can even have Alexa pull up your titles what a time to be alive, right? You can get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. This week after Christmas sometimes makes our wallets a little fatter. We may have more cash or gift cards in hand or some proceeds from one of those returns. Try not to carry a ton of cash on you. Instead, deposit it in your bank account. It prevents you from losing big in the event you do get your wallet stolen. And cash is very noticeable when someone is using their wallet in a public place. For gift cards, load them into your apps or digital wallets. This way, you're not fumbling with them as you check out leaving your wallet open and exposed for a long period of time. And again, if your wallet is stolen, they won't be in there to use. Your phone has additional security features and passcodes to prevent access in the event it's stolen. I also want to talk about charity. Giving and being generous is wonderful, but you have to be safe about it. There are a lot of great causes out fundraising in person right now. And a lot of people that are down on their luck hoping for a helping hand in an open cup. However, you should never feel you have to take out your wallet or fiddle with your funds just because they ask. Unfortunately, this is sometimes a ploy to get better access to what you have on you. If you think you'll be passing someone in need on the street and feel inclined to give them a few dollars, have those few dollars already out in a separate pocket. And for charities, you can donate to those online In the safety of your own home. And at home, don't ever feel like you need to open your door. Some groups might be going door to door right now, also. You don't have to talk to everyone, and you don't always need to be nice. There are a lot of people that front themselves as part of a giving group, but are looking to ambush you and enter your home once that lock flips. Let them leave their information, follow up with them later. This goes for unexpected deliveries, also. This week between Christmas and the new year is also a big travel week. Sure, it's fun to share what you're up to on social media, but by doing so, you're also advertising you're not at home. Not at home with all of your new expensive electronics and jewelry you got for Christmas. Post when you get back. Be smart about it. In addition to that, make sure your doors are locked. It seems obvious, but I have to say it. Use light timers to mimic activity within your house as a deterrent and invest in a video doorbell or inexpensive ring camera or two. And keep your outdoor lights on at night. Sometimes you get a few late deliveries or packages to your home after the holidays. If you aren't going to be home, take advantage of free mail holds. Nothing says vacant or take me like a stack of boxes on your doorstep or an overflowing mailbox. The USPS FedEx, UPS, et cetera, all have hold services available. Download their app or create an online login to set it up for when you'll be gone. I swear by this and do it whenever we travel. You need to make sure that it's not stacking up. Now, I personally have transitioned to being a homebody on New Year's Eve. I don't wanna deal with rowdy crowds, drunk drivers, and Uber surcharges just so that I can sip champagne and eat at a buffet. I've aged. I can eat and drink my heart out at home in my sweats. But I realize many of you still enjoy doing all of that, and I want you to be safe. Even if you're not going out, but rather hosting a group at home, there are still some things worth mentioning. Know who you're with or who is at your house. You don't have to allow a bunch of dates or randos to be around you. Have a backbone. The less you know someone, the greater the risk to your safety. It should also go without saying, but watch your drink. Even those we trust can sometimes betray us. And again, you are your best advocate. Keep it in hand at all times and don't overdo it to the point where you can't take care of yourself in a bad situation. Also, don't go outside at midnight and don't be that guy that fires a fucking gun into the air. Where I grew up and even still where I currently live, Being outside at midnight is a big no. There are a ton of idiots shooting off fireworks and drunkenly and irresponsibly operating firearms to make a big bang. This is not a form of celebration. It is incredibly dangerous to do and dangerous to be around. Don't let people in your group do this and don't put yourself in a position of getting hit by a stray firework or bullet. What goes up must come down. Stay inside and away from windows at the craziest point of it all. I want to end our chat with a very serious point, one that might not be comfortable talking about, but is worth talking about. Listen, people get very desperate this time of year, not just with money before Christmas to buy presents and make ends meet, but emotionally as well. Unfortunately, this time of year, this week, brings a lot of increase in domestic violence and suicide. If you are personally struggling with suicide, please reach out for help by calling 1-800-273-8255. If you're dealing with domestic violence, the hotline for that is 1-800-799-SAFE, those last four digits being 7233. If you're around a friend, significant other or family member that is becoming violent or possibly suicidal, please take it seriously and protect yourself first. These situations are volatile and they change in a second. Leave, get to safety, and then get help for yourself and for them. I pray you never have to go through this. But again, from my own experience responding to these calls, it happens a fuck ton more than you think. Be safe. And listen, it's been a long year for all of us, a long couple of years, and it looks like 2022 might be a bit of a challenge in some ways also, but as we end this year, I want to say thank you. I've gotten a lot of support from all of you, not only by way of this podcast, but emotionally too. Your listens, kind words, feedback, shares, and general energy have all been amazing. I hope that our conversations have brought positivity to your world and that we can continue to chat with each other in the new year. So have a wonderful week, a safe week, and I'll chat with you on the next episode of Rogan and Reason. Cheers, friends. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.